Roy, I wanted to give a little bit of an intro for this episode. Uh, we recorded this a few months after the last episode of the first season of Advice Hot Dog. I think it was maybe a month. release it. Uh, and so we're putting it in the feed now because we were sitting on it. I just, I talked you out of putting it out because I thought it was funnier to end the show on episode 69 than on episode 70. But That's now true. that we're past that, uh, I just wanted we're to let our listeners a lot of know that this is old and it's not going to have any continuity from the show from two weeks ago, nor any continuity with the show from two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. But you could go back and listen to episode 69. And then listen to this one, and then it totally has gone. I wouldn't recommend listening to episode 69. I listened to it the other day, and it was kind of embarrassing. Yeah, but that's how we feel about every episode. Eh, mostly me. You were okay. I, I sounded no, like a real... No, I feel that way about everyone. I sounded everyone. like a real dolt. Anyway, thanks for listening to Advice Hot Dog. I hope Thank you're you. excited that it's back, because we certainly are. Um, but here, have some old bullshit. <laughs> I'm Zach. I'm Roy, and this is Advice Hot Dog. Roy, I'm a, I'm in a mood that I like to call drumpy because it's a cross between drunk and grouchy. Oh, I thought you were going to say dumpy. Oh, no, no. That would just be. <clears throat> just be? Mm-hmm. I'm not dumpy. Oh. Do, do you think I'm dumpy? No, uh, you're the one who's making up the words. I wouldn't, I would never, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm a, like, I think of a dumpy guy has got to be short. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You know, maybe like like boring. So what's Fuck, what's what's tall dumpy? I don't um hmm. Lunky. I think, I think there's no such thing. Really? Yeah. If, I don't if think you're it's tall, possible. you can't be lumpy. I don't think it's possible to be or boring. dumpy. It's, you can't be boring if you're tall. Ah, okay. But I I I don't. I think there are dumpy people who are aren't boring. No, because if you're wait, no, no. You're you're saying that it has to do with your uh your attitude. It's just height. No, it's just height. It has nothing to do with anything. Basically, tall people are cool, short people are dumpy and boring. Ah, okay. Yeah. I see. Drunk people can be in either camp. Tall or short? Yeah, except if you go to the girls' camp across the lake, you get arrested. Right. Um, I learned that the hard way. Mm-hmm. How you been, Roy? I've been all right. Yeah. Good. <laughs> Yesterday I did... um a tour on a Segway on the Tempe Town Lake. Really? Mm-hmm. Did you pay for that? No. Oh, good. <laughs> it was for freezies. Was it the first time you'd ever ridden a Segway? Yes, it was. And How it was you? really fun. It is pretty fun. I really liked it. I, I immediately thought, hey, I could be a Segway guy. Mm. Yeah, I don't think you could. <laughs> oh, I've given up caring what I look like. Have so, you? Uh, <laughs> uh, that explains a lot, actually. Um, you know, I don't think it's the type of thing that you can look cool on. No, certainly. But you can certainly feel cool, but everyone knows that you're not cool when they see you on it. Yeah, it's sort of like the opposite of a dirt bike. I feel like anybody mm. on a dirt bike looks cool, but they feel like they're about to die on a dirt bike, and that's not sure, cool. Sure, sure. I don't know. It was fun. It was really great. And, uh, you know, we rode all around on the side of the lake and went over a couple of bridges and uh, went up up and down some hills. Did you um, turn? It did lots of turning. Mm, okay. Did lots of uh, going 12 and a half miles an hour. Is that which, the max speed? That's the max speed. Huh. I wonder why they picked that speed. I think it's what it can do. <laughs> you don't think they, they picked it as half of 25? Yeah, they might have. I mean, I feel that as a 
pedestrian because you essentially are, you know, someone on a bike can go faster than you and um, maybe they pick that speed so that you're more in the pedestrian uh, realm. Because then, you know, like going 30 miles an hour and on one of those things would not be a good idea. You don't think? No. I think it sounds like a great idea. Is it 12? Well, here's the question. Is it 12.5 miles an hour no matter how fat you are? Yeah, I think yeah, so. So I think it could go faster. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Maybe with gravity. It starts doing weird stuff, though, is, um, as you push forward to take it to its max speed. It itself pushes back against you, which makes you want to push forward more. Ah, And it keeps pushing back. It's a battle of wits. Which apparently it can get to a level where um, your feet are no longer straight and you're are at an angle, at a back angle, uh, which then can be dangerous because then how do you pull back? It's, It's really weird because then you pull back and it immediately relaxes and starts going forward. Huh. I only ever rode one once and it was in a in a very small indoor space. Yeah, it's too bad because it was really fun going up and down hills. What was the occasion? Uh, I thought you went to Apgod Center. <clears throat> no, not for mine, Roy, for yours. Oh, uh, it was my birthday yesterday. Okay. You missed it again. This yeah. twice in one year. <laughs> wow, that sucks. <laughs> I'm um, really sorry, buddy. My our friend Ryan, he apparently had a Groupon for it that his girlfriend had given him because her relatives were in <laughs> and town. He broke up with her for giving him such a shitty gift. He'd done it already. Um, mm-hmm. Her relatives were in town and had bought the Groupon themselves, and then decided, "Hey, it is too fucking hot to go outside and do this." <sighs> And it sure did seem that way once we got there, but um, once we were on it, moving around, so the, the sun went down. Like, it was at 6 o'clock. So the sun went down two and a half hours later. Well, you know, it wasn't on you directly anymore. Okay. Uh, it went down enough. And, you know, it was fine. I, didn't, I don't think I even really sweat at all. <laughs> ever? No. No, ever. I, uh, the, the heat is just ruining my life. Is it really? Every year when it gets hot like this, I go into a funk. You get kind of angry. Yeah, angry and depressed. Mm-hmm. And I don't like it. I was working in in uh, my studio the last couple of weeks, and then the first week the air conditioner was broken, and it was awful because I was spending many hours in there uh, drawing and painting. And, and you would just go into the house and just kick your child. No. Like actually, a football. Well, your wife would pull the child out of the way at the last minute, yeah, and, and then you'd be angry at both of them. Yeah. When will I ever get to kick her? Yeah. <laughs> On the last day of school. Mm-hmm. Um, you should have had a kid with a little redheaded girl. Yeah, that's true. I, there, I did always maybe like the little redheaded in your girl. Past that I could be talking about, but I wasn't. No, yeah. I, I never got to date anyone who was redheaded. Mm. Yeah. You're not missing much. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I guess I dated one like I dated one like genuine actual redhead and then some people who thought of themselves as redheads in spirit. Yeah. Mhm. But it was more just like maybe no, it's just brown. Oh, brown-headed. Yeah. Uh yeah, so that was that was real fun. I saw a movie. What movie? Apocalypto. Really? The- I mean at home. <laughs> Okay, the Mel Gibson uh, Savages Banging on Drums movie? Yeah, and 
Uh, it really, I guess there is a little drum drum play <laughs> in it, but it was really cool. I really liked it. And what was really uh, impressive about it was that they actually built the Mayan city that they filmed in. Like all the temples and stuff were real sets, real, you know, like really tall and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they tried to do everything with real objects and in camera. And it really showed like the costuming was was really awesome. And it really wasn't anything I'd ever seen before, like in a movie. Why do you think it didn't do well? I think because it was Mel Gibson's Apocalypto that it really should have just been billed as itself. Right, they should have pretended that he didn't have anything to do with it. Well, they shouldn't have made made it a big deal. Like uh, I know M. Night Shyamalan's next movie or um, movie that is coming out now, the next one, or After Earth, right? Like that was his. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think so. I heard that it did very, very, very poorly. <laughs> yeah, so I guess it didn't work in that case either. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why it didn't didn't do well. It was really good. Um, well, it you had to read subtitles. It was all in Mayan, and that might have been a reason. There's also no really big story. Like it's a very direct. Right. There's not like somebody killing Jesus. No. <laughs> Right, so there's not like a real payoff for the subtitles. Well, you know, the the guy that you're following, um, you know, you see his whole story, but it's essentially a guy gets his whole village gets massacred and kidnapped. They're going to be sacrificed by at the last Spaniards. No, by other Mayans, yeah. like the city Mayans who um, are doing a bunch of sacrifices because the crops are dying and there's disease and stuff. And at the last moment, there is a total eclipse of the sun, which seems kind of apparent that um, the high priest knows is going to happen. And then he doesn't get sacrificed at the last moment. And then they decide, okay, well, these guys we were going to sacrifice, let's just kill them for sport instead. And he gets away. Like he kills a few of the people. And it's like this chase of the dudes. And he slowly picks them off. And then it's over. Hmm. And he rescues his wife, who is down in a hole that is slowly filling up with water with her child. And she gives birth in the water. Huh. Does she, like, hang from some sort of armature to give birth? Or does she give birth in the water? No, like... Not because she chooses to, because of some ancient earth wisdom. No, it it happens because she... That's just where she is, and she is not allowed to leave by her captors. Exactly. Uh, Actually, he put her down in the hole to save her, uh, but then one of the dudes cuts the rope, and she's down there. It it all takes place in two days, so it's not a really long story, uh, time-wise. And um, what's really (laughs) neat is the scene where... um, she goes into labor because she is trying to get out of the hole and she falls from the 10 feet. She's trying to get out of the hole. Yeah. Uh, And she falls and goes into labor. And then um, there's a rainstorm and suddenly this hole is filling up with water and she is standing up on a rock holding on to, you know, like part the side of the rock face. And her son, who is maybe three, is on her shoulders. And while she's holding on to him, and trying to make sure that she doesn't fall down, she just gives birth while standing there in the water. And, and then she reaches down, picks up her baby. And what's really great is when this happens, it, there's a close-up of the sun. 
And his face is like, what the fuck? Where does that one come from? As she pulls up the baby out of the water. It's sort of, it's kind of great. And then does one of them have to gnaw through the umbilical cord? She's still connected. Like Ooh. by the time he finds her, she she's just holding the baby and trying to make sure none of them drown. Wow, that's awful. And they make it. And then the Spaniards arrive and party over. I guess you saw, you were there when your kid was born, right? Yeah, I saw it all. Okay. I saw her come physically come out of Corinne's body. Wow, was that horrible? It was a little bit of everything. It seems like it would be horrible. It wasn't horrible. I mean, it was your kid, I guess, and it was coming out of your wife. It didn't feel real. Like, it didn't feel like I was really I mean, there. Was because of all the mushrooms you ate before you went in there, <laughs> yeah, right? I really, I really wanted to feel intense feelings, so yeah. I, I dropped a bunch of acid. Yeah, good. Uh, I had a friend who once tried it to... It was weird how many times my baby was born and how many times my baby gave birth to my wife at the same time. I had, I had a friend who once tried to convince me to drop acid and, and then go to our high school graduation. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I didn't do that. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah, you wouldn't have known. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. You would have told me. You would have known halfway through it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, and then I would have been all freaked out. I'm like, oh, what the fuck am I supposed to do? You're my captain through this. I don't know how to navigate these waters. I'm only here because my mom made me. <laughs> you did fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I saw her come at, it was just a weird thing. And then they asked, they asked me, you know, so what do we have, dad? They called me then. And I looked around like, who are they talking to? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I had to call the sex of the child because we didn't know. And I was really afraid I was going to get it wrong. <laughs> yeah, because who knows, man? I mean, it must be fairly obvious. It, it's supposed to be, right? St- yeah. Stick out boy. Or it's St- like, oh, it's a boy with a giant, crazy, veiny dick who's having sex with my wife. Yeah, that's all kinds of wrong. Uh, you know, and I said it was a girl, and, it, and they confirmed that I was correct. Okay, good. That's, mm-hmm. that's That was nice of them. And then I had to uh, walk around with the baby. Do you think they would have made fun of you if you'd been right? Wow. But y- you couldn't get very far because of the umbilical cord, right? No, they did all the cuts and stuff. <sighs> yeah, they made me bite through it. Uh, yeah, they didn't let us save any of that stuff. I thought you were supposed to save it because of the stem cells. Well, we donated that stuff, but because it was a C-section, I don't think that they saved it. Uh, huh. mm. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. You, you you can save all that cord blood. Are you are you worried that your daughter is going to kill you when Burnham Wood comes to Dunsinane? What? That's the end of um, Macbeth. Oh. Yeah. It's a, no one born of man. No one yes, born yes, of woman yes, can yes. kill yeah, so, yeah. You're born, correct. Born of man. And no one who has seen the movie Children of Men <laughs> can kill Macbeth. Um, no, I'm not worried about that. Okay. She's really sweet. Because it really, it's just people camouflaged with tree branches. The forest didn't really move. That's how it, you know, it's been a very, very long time since I have read and never seen a, mm-hmm. a version of Macbeth I don't think in I've the theater or a movie. Either, yeah. I know about the witches. See, there's no Mel Gibson version of Macbeth. Sure. So, I saw yeah, Hamlet like, a few times. Right. I mean, he, but he's Mel Gibson is your only connection to both the anti-Semitism of Shakespeare sure. and just regular anti-Semitism. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there wasn't, there weren't any Jews in this movie, so I guess there was no anti-Semitism. Okay. I mean, there were Jews. They just weren't pictured. They weren't pictured right? like in this the film. place during a time when Yes. There were the, during Jews. a time that Jews existed. Yes, that's yeah. true. 
um, I it was fascinating to watch, and I don't know why it did so poorly or got a bad rap. I think it was because it was so connected to Mel Gibson. He is clearly crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, somebody somebody posited, and I don't remember. This was just some article on the internet, but it was but it was basically like the only way that Mel Gibson could fix his reputation is if he played. If he basically just played himself in the in the new Mad Max remake that mm-hmm. they're doing as just crazy shell shock wastelander. Oh, do you think he's uh, gonna be in it? No, I can't imagine oh. that he is. But that would be awesome. That would be awesome. If they just basically like just got him drunk and filmed him just like he doesn't know he's in a movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. They just put him out in the desert. With nothing but, you know, maybe a bunch of, like, amphetamines and whiskey. Huh. And just put a camera on him. A okay. Hidden, a hidden camera. Sure. On a turtle. <laughs> so he won't get suspicious. Right. And so, you know, it's a steady, the steady The slow camera. turtle is following yeah. him around. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a bold uh, cinematic <laughs> technique. I think they'd have to put uh, weights on his legs so he couldn't go that far. Mel Gibson's legs? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. So he goes you slowly. You don't think he's... Always got weights on his legs. He strikes me as a he strikes me as the kind of go getter who's probably always wearing ankle weights, so he gets a workout even oh, when he's okay. even when he's you know just not kick, the Kurt Vonnegut sense or of making him more equal. Whatever he does, no, in the, in the Harrison Bergeron. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know they did a short uh, film version of that, which oh, yeah? you can buy, but I've never seen it. They had some big actors and stuff. Like it was a thirty minute. Well, they had to be ready to carry all those weights around, right? Yeah, they were. You couldn't get a scrawny mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. How have you been? <sighs> Other been than right. uh, upset and uh, drumpy. Yeah, I've been at, I've been mad at my swimming pool. Um, I've mm-hmm. been mad at uh, what'd you the, do to it? The weather. What'd it do to you? Uh, I didn't do anything to it except decide I don't have a swimming pool anymore, and so I'm in the process of getting all the water out of my swimming pool so that it can just be a blight. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, Great. Yeah, I, I, it's probably against the law to have an empty swimming pool. You know what you should do? Here's a solution. Grow is, mosquitoes? No, you should paint it so that it looks like there's still mm. water in it. Okay. Right? And and you even, you know, like those guys that do the... The uh, sidewalk chalk? Yeah, the, the sidewalk chalk. sidewalk chalk drawings? Yeah, yeah. so uh, do it so that from the porch uh, door, it looks like there's, you know, a, a floaty ring. What, what do they call those? Lifesavers? Like, like a duck. Like a duck. Like an inflatable Flo- duck. Yeah. Yeah, an inflatable duck. Or, you know, you can make it look like there's uh, someone bought you a funny sex toy gag uh, and threw it in, in your pool. So it's like floating in the water next to the duck and just a, the surfboard. Like a, oh, like a doll? Like, like a, a doll. Like a blow-up doll. Okay. A blow-up not, doll. Not just like a, just like, because that seems like a dildo. lot of work. Yeah, to just put like just a dildo in the pool. It would be, dwar- I got a big pool, Roy. This yeah, is that's not- true. Yeah, I mean, so I could, I guess, just put saran wrap over the top of it. I, So I, I looked, I thought, you know, I'm going to put a tarp over this pool. And then I went out and measured <laughs> and it. And then put a bunch of leaves in, on top of the tarp yeah, well, so you could catch tigers. Better than having the... Better than having the leaves in the pool, sure, right? Uh, but then I, but then I uh, went out and measured it, and like I was thirty like, feet wow, across that is or a what? lot bigger. It's like I would need a fifty. No, I would need a twenty-four by sixty foot tarp, and the only twenty-four by sixty foot tarp available for sale on Amazon five hundred dollars. Really? Yeah. Huh. I don't know that I want to get a five hundred dollar tarp. No, and in the sun it'll fall yeah, apart. It says it'll last five years in the sun. It's a, it's oh, a, really? it's a particular kind of tarp for hay. I don't know if they're accustomed to the kind of sun that we have here, though. Hey now, hey now. 
Huh. All right. Why would you do that? Wouldn't someone think that, hey, what's this tarp over? Like solid deck? And then walk right on top oh, of yeah. it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know in. when I see a tarp, the first thing I do is just dive headfirst into the middle of it. Sure. Because there's got to be something fun. Have you thought of just having a foam party? <clears throat> I, I don't know what one of those is. You just get a bunch of foam and you get hot um, bitches to play around in it. So, like soap foam or like... like I, I don't know. Clubs do it. Like... Uh, like that that weird green foam no, that no. florists use for fake flower arrangements. No, thing. like gap filler that you use. Uh, I think it's called great stuff. Oh yeah, that that, that inflatable insulation stuff. Yeah, you mm-hmm. get just get a couple hundred thousand cans of that. Fill it up. Uh, then you could just walk across it, I guess. Then you could actually. So, but what you're suggesting is make it seem from the kitchen because this is it, you know the reason that I did this is because every morning I would get up and as mm. I stood in the kitchen. Making my breakfast, looking at the hummingbirds, I would think, huh, hummingbirds, that's nice. Yeah, look, there's my green ass fucking pool because the it is impossible to get anyone to do the things that you pay them to do. Mm-hmm. The pool people just quit showing up. It seems like there would be lots of pool people in Arizona. <laughs> there are, and here's here's what happens. Uh, so so my house came with a pool guy. Uh, where did he live? Uh, chicken coop. Huh. It wasn't a chicken coop, but it was a dog house. It was at the, the, time. the yeah. And then he, pool guy's he house. He got mad when I let the chickens move in. So that was the end of that relationship. No, I think he went to jail, actually. Um, huh. Just stopped showing up one day. Like. Your conclusion is that he must have gone to jail no, then? No, I. For whatever reason. Like, he had told me a month before he disappeared that I'm he gonna was go in to danger jail? of going to jail. Huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, they just stopped showing up. So then we got a new pool people, and they said, "Oh man, this pool's fucked. You need to spend like fifteen hundred bucks replacing shit." I'm like, uh, "All right, you're the experts." So then the pool was beautiful all winter, and then right before it got hot enough to swim, pool turned green. They were like, "Yeah, I don't know, man." And then what? Stop showing up. Their conclusion is we don't know what to do. <sighs> I don't know, man. So we hired new pool people. Mm-hmm. They said, "Yeah, it'll be fifteen hundred bucks worth of stuff. You know, your pumps burned out. Your." laser grid is miscalibrated and your uh-huh. um, you know your your basketball hoop the net is all huh. jagged um i i think you should supervise these guys a little more fix all this thing. yeah i'm just not gonna do that that's the thing i'm not supposed to it's like me putting boot camp on a mac <laughs> is it yeah i'm not gonna do it <laughs> okay so i'm never gonna play that tron game yeah that's probably true that sucks that you have to Install Windows just to play a Mac game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So three times, three times, spend a bunch of money making it so when it's too cold to swim, the pool is beautiful. And then by the time it gets hot, the pool is a fucking swamp. And we have to fire those pool people, get new pool people. Hmm. And I just wasn't going to do it this time. I'm tired of pouring money into a thing that I never use, never get to use even if I want to. So now it's just a blight. It is just... It is just decay. Huh. It's a ruin. I now have a ruin. I have the ruins of a swimming pool. I thought you kind of liked that. I do. Sort of thing. Yeah. You should get a pickaxe and poke some holes in the bottom and then plant some vines in the holes. Okay. And then they can do the rest of the job over the next 20 years. 
You think vines would do that in twenty years? I feel like that's a. I Sooner? feel like that's a two or three hundred year really job. No, I guess vine, it depends on vines, what kind are, of vines can be very get aggressive. Some rebar vines. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, but I don't think like a pothos is going to do it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Th- I don't think an ivy grape is going to do it. If the army mounted Operation Ivy and dropped a bomb in the pool, that would do it. Um, I wonder if I could do that. I wonder if I could upset the NSA somehow and have them deploy a drone against my pool. I could oh, convince no. them that the pool was a threat to national security. Even better, you could start a business that specializes in that pool demolition bombings. through drones. Oh, okay. Just tricking the government into demolishing buildings for no, you. No, just get your own. By saying that there's a terrorist inside I mean, the building. Wh- how much do those little helicopters cost that, mm. that people like okay. showing you at malls? Yeah, so I could get one of those. Attach and some, some fireworks dynamite. to that? Yeah. Oh, dynamite. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, dynamite Probably and fireworks better. are basically the same thing. Uh, and then you just deploy those against your pool. It's a perfect plan. Mm-hmm. I guess I could just get a drill... And a bunch of I could get a drill and a bunch of firecrackers. Mm-hmm. And just drill a hole, put a firecracker in it, blow the firecracker up. Sure. And then just keep doing that. Keep doing this perfect grid of tiny explosions in your pool bottom. I uh, I could buy a bunch of those little cardboard tank fireworks mm-hmm. and just have a battle. Sure. Inside the pool. You could. Mm-hmm. I could get uh, teenagers to hang out there they're good at destroying stuff sure they, they could skate it to death mm-hmm. um is there a drain at the very bottom so that you don't have any water in there because then you will grow a bunch of mosquitoes well there's a there's certainly a grating down there that i think leads to a pipe that is connected to the rest of the goddamn useless pool system mm. Yeah, I don't know what to do about that. You'll need to I mean, maybe when it rains. I mean, if it rains enough that water stands in there, put bleach and in there. won't evaporate, then I'll yeah. have to deal with it somehow. But but with bleach, sure. But you just, don't think it, you're not afraid that I'm gonna gonna prompt the evolution of some sort of super mosquito that you can't kill even if you put bleach on it? <laughs> I don't think so. Hmm. Good. I mean, I find out. Yeah. Um, Anything else? You have you seen any uh, good movies it's been or a long time eaten no, any I restaurants? I seen, I have, have I eaten at any restaurants? Yeah, I have. I have uh, continued to eat at restaurants. You have, which is what I do oh. uh, basically for every meal. You know this, Roy. <laughs> okay, but I haven't eaten at any new restaurants. No, no, old huh. standbys. Okay, go to the uh, go the to the Outback, old, the Outback Steakhouse. Yeah, mm-hmm. no rules, just right. Sure. Nope. You go there and have you have you tried their macaroni and cheese yet? I haven't. Uh, Why I, haven't uh, you? I don't know. It's delicious. I keep forgetting. It's. I don't want to order something from the kids menu because they'll make fun of me. No, they won't. Okay, that's probably true. They won't. We we know it's delicious because we asked one of the servers there the first time we went in there, what should we try? And they said, you need to try the mac and cheese. You know, I tried one of their fancy new sauces and it was pretty good. And I got it a second time. Why is it fan- fancy? I don't know. They're just new. Uh-huh. They're required to tell you about the new things. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, it's like, you know, that actually sounds kind of good. I'll try that. Usually it's garbage. And I just go back to the thing that I get all the time. <laughs> uh huh. And what was the sauce? Diablo sauce. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's probably just like, it, I, 
like Louisiana hot sauce and mayonnaise. No, it's probably just like canned cream of mushroom soup with tapatio in it or something. Right. Okay. Like it's, uh, you know, it can't be. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, no, it does. Mm-hmm. But, but it's not like, you Put know, some crispy onions on it. That, you know, it's like, it's like, oh, we got this amazing new thing. It's uh, an entire box of popsicles. <laughs> like. This is just this Flown is a in from the Arctic, covered with ice cream sandwiches. Like that would taste oh, pretty good, yeah. You know, but it's not like it's not like respectable cuisine. Sure. So, yeah, you know, the, what? the fillet with hot fudge. What do they call that type of gastronomy? That's all uh, like science, molecular gastronomy. I see. Where they make uh, yeah, they, they dry use ice it's out of corn. Most food. This food is made out of molecules. Right. It has chemicals in it. Stardust food. They do the sous vide where you cook a steak by just leaving it out on the counter for 40 hours. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I had Ugh. some sous vide. Like uh, one, of, uh, one of Kevin's frat brothers who... I, That's probably, a weird sentence. It is, but it is just one of these. One of his San Francisco buddies who founded some company ten years ago and is just living in a giant house, building things with the money that he made from the company that he founded and sold. Um, we went up to dinner at their house, and that that was actually his wife decided based on a drawing that she had seen to give birth suspended from chains from the ceiling. Uh, what of her house? This is a real person. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm and not. a real thing. The yeah, chains are still this there. Is, this is a this is a person that I thought of earlier in this show because of your story about sure. Uh, the but hooks my were, story was fiction. The hooks were still there in the in the ceiling. Hooks that the chains were like. Was this to. like a Sundance birth, birth ritual? No, it wasn't like that. No, that kind of there were. But no. The, so in order to like, it, Roy, if you <laughs> if you wanted to suspend a chain from the ceiling. You can't like just tape it, right? That's not gonna, it's not gonna stay. So you gotta like, you gotta get like a, you know, I, I don't know, like a bend. An eye loop. You, you put a nail partway into one of the rafters and then bend it in half. Sure, that's what you gotta but, do. But make sure you bend it up. And then you gotta, you, so you hang from that and you have a baby into a crock pot or something. Based, based on a picture of what National Geographic or no, like a like, children's book? It was or? like a woodcut. It had nothing to do with anything. It was, and and it was not, they had been studying all these different birthing methods and this was one that they had never encountered, but she was like, oh, that looks cool. I'm going to do that. So then just. For her first child? Yeah, I think it was the only child. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And how did it work out? It's fine. I mean, I, so I think the trick is that for like hundreds of thousands of years, People who didn't know anything managed to have babies. Sure, like but in caves with without like running water, you know. So sure, but also a lot of people die in the process. Died, but I mean, so but as long as you've got like you know, they, they it's not like there was no doula, 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 Cubert. <laughs> so they had Cubert there to curse if she had died in childbirth. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, no, but yeah, you know, so that, like if something had bit like, I, I also feel like you'll know if something is wrong, mm-hmm. right? Like generally, this is a thing that they don't tell you about being a person, but you might think there's something wrong with you all the time, but if there's really something wrong with you, you can totally tell. Sure. And so I feel like when you're having uh, a baby. Was she fairly young when she had a baby? Eh, she was 60. Mm-hmm. 
Dude, I don't know, 20. Well, that makes a difference. 28? Sure, yeah. But there was somebody there. Is she overweight? There was somebody that, no. There was somebody there who uh, was a trained midwife who had a cell phone so she could call a doctor if any expertise was actually uh, needed. Sure. Uh, how do we get her down off of the chains? Yeah. yeah un- uh, you need to the, call Home Depot for that yeah, one. Get a, get a claw hammer and pry that nail out and the chains will <laughs> come loose from the ceiling. No, but uh, he made a sous vide cooker out of uh, out of one of those uh, uh, those thermostats that shuts off power. You know, like the thing that I got for Christmas a couple of years ago because I am someday going to brew beer before I die. Oh, OK. Uh, I got it for I got it so that I could keep a refrigerator in the bar at like 60 degrees instead of refrigerator temperature. Mm-hmm. But you can also use it to make a crock pot, maintain a temperature of, you know, 150 degrees or whatever, whatever sure. it is that you sous vide cook in. And it was like, oh, this is supposed to be the most amazing thing. And it, was, it was OK. It was whatever. Was it, it like using a crock pot? <laughs> no, I mean, it was it was. <sighs> See, I have nothing to compare it to. Like, it was just some fucking... I don't even remember what kind of meat it was. It was like just... Like, was it very umami? Like a pork chop or something. Like, I mean, oh. it, it was... A, I don't remember because <laughs> it's all... And I think he had bought that, like, $1,500 book that that Microsoft guy wrote where he was like, uh-huh. I'm going to learn everything about food math. Yeah. Uh, and then sell this to nerds with too much money. I think it was $600. Yeah. Well, whatever. Not enough to buy a pinball machine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is just such a better deal than yeah. that book maybe yeah um yeah it's pretty good i guess you know i don't know hmm. okay yep i and, and I, I can't tell you for dessert <laughs> i've never had a long slow heat cooked and then meat. we had uh, when we, the, we, there's another guy of similar temperament, but easier to get along with, uh, that we know in San Francisco. Who, is this guy uh, not easy to get along with? I didn't try. Okay. So I don't know. <laughs> but he, he did some sort of thing where it was like really slow cooked poached eggs. And that mm-hmm. was really good. Okay. It was just, it was eggs cooked in like a 120 degree bath for some period of time mm-hmm. um, in like Ziploc bags. It was just like put an entire egg in a Ziploc bag. Two years. Yeah, two years. It was was an entire baby duck inside the egg. Even though it was a chicken egg. Mm -hmm. Weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So these are stories from like two years ago. I didn't know Mm -hmm. when it was. You could have told me it was last week. Mm -hmm. Well, I could have told you two years ago. But you didn't. Yeah, we're just not that close. No. You know, you don't hear hear the stories of my triumphs. No, or (laughs) your failures. You could have just texted me. Yeah. Like like I do when I see a cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roy, I, unless you've got anything else uh, that, that you're just uh, itching to commit. Wait, let me look at my list. Uh, Apocalypto Segway. Yep. That Covered it. it. All right. Well, we got people to help, Roy. It's been a while since we did one of these shows. We've got, awesome. got a stack of questions. You might go so far as to say a parcel. A parcel of questions. A parsec. Mailed to us. From many parsecs away, mm-hmm. and we should deal with it. We should deal with them. I, I mean, I'm, I don't mean to say that there's like a thing we should get, how, out, how are we get gonna... out of the way. I think we should help these people, Roy. Uh-huh. But first, let's have a cocktail. Okay, Roy, because I didn't want to go to the store. Uh, today's cocktail is a scotch and soda. Yeah, what do you call that? A scotch and soda. 
Mm-hmm. So I, when when you say barkeep, I want a cocktail, and he says, "What kind of cocktail would you like, my good sir?" You say a scotch and soda. I think it's not technically a cocktail because there's no fruit in it. But we cocktails do have to have fruit. Eh, I don't know. It depends on what asshole you ask. Mm, I mean, a champagne cocktail has sugar and bitters. I mean, a champagne cocktail has grapes in it. Oh, I suppose yeah, so. Yeah. I mm. guess corn is a fruit. Is it? No. Mm-mm. It's don't. It's just <laughs> totally not. Um. So a scotch and soda uh, basically tastes like weak scotch or scotchy soda water. Uh. Neither of which is so bad, but me, I guess I would hate it slightly less. Yeah. Is this better than just drinking scotch? Yeah. Do you think that the reason that you don't like whiskey is because of your vagina? Or... I knew you were going to insult my manhood. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I, mean... I get it wrong. Sometimes I look down and I'm unsure, like, how am I going to call this one? Is that a penis? Is that a vagina? Oh, right, right. I mean, sometimes you're... Sometimes you're That's you've got a it, daily you've got struggle. It, you've got it tucked and you're looking at yourself in the mirror. <clears throat> While uh, some song about horses? Yeah, I don't remember. Wild horses? Silence of the Lambs. That was my joke. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. I didn't even get it. The conclusion is that I would fuck me. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm sorry that I did not put any effort at all into selecting the cocktail. It, it's podcast. good for me to try new things, even though I may not like them. Now, you knew you weren't going to like this, and you're never going to drink one again on purpose. No, but you could make me do it again. I am. Um, the last time I had a scotch and soda... Uh, was because the stewardess made a mistake. Uh, I had ordered a scotch and a soda water uh, because that was what I wanted. I wanted to drink oh, a scotch and, she and mixed drink them some soda. You. She mixed them together. And then she kept saying, do you want another one? And I kept saying, yes. So I drank seven scotch and sodas. Oh. When what I, in fact, wanted was one scotch and one soda water. Interesting. Yeah, each one made the next one seem like a good idea. It always does. Yeah, I don't like being on airplanes. Did you then get a high uh, at no. the very end? No. Oh. Why is that? That's usually what happens to me. Like, that's when it's a good idea to get oh, high. Oh, yeah, you drink, you drink five or six uh, scotches and soda, and then you're like, hey, I should get high. Yeah. And then I'm like, oh, man, I keep thinking that I peed my pants. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then I throw up. Yeah, I, I don't understand. Like, they give marijuana to people to make them not throw up. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird, huh? Yeah, I mean, do you, do you take Dramamine to make you dizzy? I, I guess do, so. Do I've, I've never tried it take for, Tums for that. So that you will have I've never heartburn. done it recreationally. <laughs> Isn't it like if you take enough Dramamine, you you just have really boring but really convincing hallucinations? Really? I, I, that's what I've been told. Boring but convincing. Yeah, the, the, because the, you have hallucinations that are not anything fantastical. It's just like, oh yeah, I took like thirty Dramamine and I thought that I had a whole phone conversation with my mom, but it turns out I was just sitting staring at the wall huh. for an hour. Interesting. It's probably I've, I've never heard of that. Probably apocryphal. Uh, do we have old business to take care of? Yeah, a little bit. Mm, let's see. Hey, I just listened to the newest episode, and I wanted to point something out. They can foreclose on you without seeing you. It happened to my parents. Somebody just showed up at the house one day from a real estate company and said they'd bought the house. We had no idea. Just wanted to help. Keep up the good work. D-woo. 
Do you think this is Daiwoo, the fine manufacturer of automobiles? If it were, I don't think that uh, anyone would foreclose on his parents' house. Well, you never know. Maybe they have so many houses that they lost track of one. That That's a possibility, and I hope that is the case. Yeah. Uh, Paolo N. says, I was unlucky to be standing in the wrong spot in Boston on Marathon Day, and I've been recuperating from injuries over the last month. I was lucky. But during uh, rehab, I listened to every one of your back podcasts, and let me tell you, you guys really helped. Yours is a very unique show, and I love it. Well, dang, wow. Paolo. Um, this is a really <laughs> serious thing. Um, I would like to say, Paolo, thank you very much. And we don't usually address anything real on this show. So when things like uh, the Boston bombing occur or any other horrific uh, event, uh, such as Han Sandy Hook or so on, there are so many, we choose to ignore them so that we can bring you a really funny show. But, uh, yeah. well, we think it's funny. Yeah. Actually, we don't think it's funny. I don't even know why we're doing this anymore. Um, thank you very much. It, it means a lot that you would take the time to write in, and um, I'm very glad that you were lucky. Yeah. Yeah, I can't. Even, I'm. I'm not allowed to talk. <laughs> in in times in times where sensitivity is called uh, for. Uh huh. Yeah. It's better say nothing. Yeah. In fact, let's move on to the segment of the show that we like to call T -t -t Topics. Uh, this week's topic is apparently Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. What do you think of Arnold Schwarzenegger, Roy? Um, he's a big guy. I read today that he's going to be in the fifth Terminator movie. Yeah. Yeah. I I did not know that Sky, uh, Skynet is going to in the future make robots that slowly age and are less powerful. Well, it makes them it makes them more convincing. It says cyborgs, right? Yeah. Like, uh huh. Yeah. Do Do you think he has like a hand uh, for a gun or something like some other a hand for a gun? Like he reaches into his holster and what he pulls out is it's just a, a hand that a shoots severed human hand. Yeah. This isn't a gun. Pew, pew. Yeah, he makes that's the, the sound. That's the sound that it makes, and no real bullets come out. Yeah, Skynet also makes stupid robots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is, this, is, this is a virus. I think it's really strange that he's going back to uh, acting. I mean, the only reason that I feel like the only reason he didn't do it is because he didn't want to work real hard for no pay. Sure, when he was governor. Right. Well, I don't right. think you have time. So I mean, right? he Being appeared governor. No, I get. <laughs> it's not like he's president. Right, that's what I'm saying. I, I like. I well, imagine I'm that, saying that yeah. governors, you know, have shit to do. Okay, you're saying it's not like he's president. So yeah, he could out just, there clearing he could just brush, spend six and months fishing. filming a movie at Camp David. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Um, yeah, there have been really a lot of like. And they're, they're like those weird French movies where Obama just like this, oh, this movie movies. is 40 hours long and it's just him like him just like looking at paperwork. Yeah. No, just like eating a bowl of soup. Only it takes 40 hours. Yeah. And in the end, like every time he takes it's a like bite, Andy it's really gross movies. because the soup is all rotten. Yeah. It's just like it's just a loop of a young Dennis Hopper, like <laughs> sort of staring at the camera. It's a one hour Vimeo film. Mm hmm that loops for 20 yeah um 
Yeah, I think that's surprising, right? That he's he's gonna sign on to do Terminator Five. No, it's not. No. I also don't think that maybe there should be a Terminator Five. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe there shouldn't have been a Terminator Three or Four, but uh, you never know. The no. show was really good. Did you ever was see it? that? I never did. It was much better than the movies. Movies Three and Four. Mm-hmm. What do you think of Hollywood, Roy? I really don't know anymore. I think it's really cool that um, Hollywood is spending a bunch of time on, say, using comics as a basis for movies. But I also feel that it's going to get lost for a really long time doing this. Yeah, I mean, there's the there is the idea that you know was set forth in the uh, Red Letter Media review of Star Trek was the first uh, the place that I encountered it, which is basically that like the only sure bets are properties that predate the sort of disintegration of media into a billion channels Mm -hmm. where like there were television shows in the seventies and the eighties that almost everyone with a TV watched. Right. And there's just no such thing as that. No, there isn't. And to American idol, maybe maybe, you can't do a movie about that. Yeah. You could. Well, there was American Dreams. They could probably make... How was that a real thing? That was a movie. It was based on a story of American Idol-ishness. It's funny. It's been so long since there was a new movie that I was excited about. I'm kind of excited about uh, Upstream Color. I don't know that. Upstream Color. It's the guy who made Primer. Okay. It's his new movie. came out. Oh, I did read a a little blurb about that. Okay. I, uh, I, I'm excited about Elysium. That's the guy who did um, Section 9. Was that District Section 9? District 9. Mm. Section 7? Mm-hmm. District 9. Section 8. Uh, it's about a guy who gets kicked out of the army because he <laughs> right. wears a dress. Yeah, it's yeah. about Klinger. Let's help some people. Last time I was in Walmart, a guy cut in front of me in line and got into a pretty violent argument with the cashier. What would you do in that situation? Secondly, why is Walmart so terrible? Love, Matt. He didn't really sign it. Love, Matt. I just. <laughs> <laughs> he was probably thinking it. Yeah, of course. Um, Don't go to Walmart. What Was he. Did he get in an argument because he cut in line? He probably got that in an argument right. because he was an asshole. Because yeah. he shops at Walmart. I've shopped at Walmart before. It doesn't make me an asshole. doesn't make me an asshole. You've shopped at Walmart before. Yeah, I have until I figured out that I shouldn't anymore. Mm-hmm. Sure. Like. If you want to find the fattest and meanest people in any given geographical area, you just go to Walmart. Mm-hmm. Like you think so? You so going to Walmart, there are there there is a, only one reason, one legitimate reason that I can think of to go to Walmart. Fireworks. If you wanted to make a movie about fat poor people beating their children. Wow. I you, thought it was because you wanted a place to uh, sit on Ronald McDonald's lap. Okay, that too. But you could do that at a McDonald's play place. Oh. Right, like a clean one in a nice neighborhood. <laughs> okay. Right. I So, I don't like Walmart because I don't like mean people. Mm-hmm. By and large, I just don't like mean people. And you go to Walmart and everybody is in a bad mood and they're just being mean to each other. Hmm. And it comes across, I think, I think I often come across as, as being, uh, being unfairly prejudiced against poor people. 
But it's only the mean ones. I see. And the fat ones. <laughs> okay. And the ugly ones. And awesome. Maybe the ones that are minorities. But, yeah. I don't know why Walmart is so terrible. I also do not shop at Walmart. You know, there have been occasions where I have gone into a Walmart um, in recent years, but it's very, very rare. I mean, Walmart is terrible because they have exactly one guideline for everything that they do, and it is providing the lowest possible prices. And so what makes sense for them to do is to just like extort suppliers to give them lower prices than are really sustainable for the su suppliers because if Walmart stops buying their shit, they nobody will buy their shit. Mm -hmm. You know, because like 60% of the groceries that are bought in the US are bought at fucking Walmart. Really? And it, like just, But TJ's has really great prices on wine. Yeah. And how do they do it? They just buy it all up. Yeah, and that's just, how they get a they good just price. Like, but they just convince other brands to to make some garbage that doesn't have their name on it. Like, how about you just make it's a lower quality garbage. version of your product? That's not Don't true. put your name on it and we'll sell it as Trader Umberto's. Trader Umberto's is great. Yeah. Um, you, you, you just get very confused when you go in there. Sure. I, yeah, no, I don't like it. There's not enough room. There's not enough room between the aisles. People on bikes yell at you. Uh, yeah, that was that was leaving Trader Joe's when that happened. Uh, All the new TJs are bigger. You know, if that had been a if that had been a guy on that bike that was mad at me, I would have just blown it off and been over it and never thought about it again. But because it was a girl, I like I will fucking carry that to my grave, even though it was totally her fault. Huh. I don't like it when women are upset with me. I don't like it when women are disappointed in me. I don't like it when women are, women are angry at me. Interesting. Yeah, you'd think I would live my life very differently if all of those things were yeah. true. Which they are true. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, that's a great insight. The disapproval of men. It's like, fuck you, buddy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't care. Yeah. You want to wrestle? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I am trying to diversify my reading, and I feel like I should sample some Stephen King. Which book would you recommend that best exemplifies his style of writing? Lionel. Mm. Uh, read Firestarter. Really? Yeah, it's early. Um, it is self-contained, and it is real mm. good if you're a nerd. Oh, okay. I don't know that it's... Like, I don't know that it's a, a Stephen King book that, like, my dad was particularly fond of, but I and all of my friends that I've recommended it to are like... Fuck yeah, Firestarter. I've only uh, read the the first Dark Tower book. What's that, Gunslinger? Mm-hmm. I've only read that. That one. one's very good, but it's a but it's a commitment, and it's a commitment that I don't know that I believe pays off. Really? Yeah. I mean, if you could stand to just read the first three and then quit, then that's fine. But like most people in Dune. Well, no, because Dune only the first one is any good. <laughs> I thought you read the first three. I did. Oh, you didn't like the? No, I did not. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. I uh, I mean, I think it, like. I mean, it doesn't really need any more after the first one. Yeah. The problem. I mean, because it wasn't. I don't it's think like it Star was, Wars. I don't think it was really meant to be a series. Right. I mean, I don't I know. Wrote some more books. Like I, I had kind of the same problem with. I really like the idea of a canical for Leibowitz, but I didn't really enjoy reading it because. And I and I think it's kind of the same thing why I wasn't that excited about like the foundation books that Asimov mm. wrote, like once stuff spans multiple generations and doesn't have any characters in common. Uh, okay. Then I'm just sort of, 
you know, the one thing that got around but that Duncan Idaho is in all of them. Yeah, but it's not really Duncan Idaho, right? I mean, he's it's it's just like clones of Duncan Idaho, and also Duncan Idaho is like has no personality. Yeah, it's because he's a clone, right? Exactly. I mean, <laughs> sure, but I mean, even like Lido, Lido is in in most of them, right? But that, but he turns into some weird monster, right? I mean, that's sure, but you know, it's not just looks. That's also super hokey. That that whole thing was just dumb. It was implausible, I tell you. <laughs> okay. Like, I mean, so I feel like Dune, whether, like, Dune was just a sort of like a, like an allegory about petroleum, and then it's like, oh, well, this actually was also a good story on its own. I should keep making money by writing more things that happen in this world, but it's like, I feel really, like you, you already, think it was because he wanted to make more money, or rather, was it because people wanted more books? I mean, I don't know that he was, I don't know that I feel I think like maybe was, the first three at least were already in his mind. You think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So does he think that, oh, he doesn't think anything now because he's been dead for 20 years, but. Mm-hmm. He's stardust now. That's true. I mean, aren't we all? So what do you suppose, how does that allegory follow? Does Does some Saudi Arabian prince... I mean, I guess that's the thing. It has to be some, like, white savior <laughs> that that moves in. Mm-hmm. Right. Goes so, to Saudi Arabia. Right. So, I mean, it's basically like, I guess if some... Some guy from Minnesota. No, it's not some guy from Minnesota, right? It's like, it's like, a, it's like an Elon Musk or something. And Elon Musk goes in, figures out how to become immortal and omnipotent using mm-hmm. a very small amount of oil. Mm-hmm. And then control the rest of the oil. Yeah, and then just becomes like a kind of a despot. Didn't didn't Leto sort of become tyrannical? Yes, but he also brought peace to the known universe. Well, sure, but I mean, it's like yeah, if it's sure. if it's like peace because you kill everybody who's not peaceful. Mm, it wasn't a Genghis Khan type of peace. But I mean, don't don't they actually don't the Fremen actually have their jihad? Sure, yeah. sure, but that's before Leto comes into power. Mm, okay, that's still under Paul. That sucks, man. And he's blind. Yeah. But well, it's can, before he's blind. But he blind. can still see because of the force. <laughs> right. Uh, my friends are playing count. a terrible game based off of a half-assed mod of a 10-year-old game. The problem is all they do anymore is play the game going so far as to stop playing Minecraft. This is bad enough, but some are invested enough that doing poorly causes them significant distress. My question, how do I get them to play a decent game to help improve all of their lives? John P. Huh. Uh, I imagine that your friends are probably playing Dota or... League of Legends um, I, I, is what I've concluded. And I think that they're just gone. I think you just have to write them off. Get new friends. Yeah. Uh, like, huh. Because I think that those kinds of games, <laughs> they're... Uh, what? <laughs> can you think of... So here's here's what happens with this kind of game. It is a kind of game, it's a style of game that has a fairly simple structure. And it's just like, all right, you're a dude and you kill monsters to level up. But the overall goal is like you are on a team on one side of the map and there's other dudes on a team on the other side of the map. And there's like stuff going on in these lanes in between you where like, forces are being automatically generated that are fighting and you can go and sort of influence that and you're trying to i don't know what the goal is 
but just the, live your life. But the right? way that the game, yeah, you're trying to, you, you know, you like build a little house and like, uh-huh. you're like, just leave me alone. Like it's I'm, like I'm going to stake out this claim at the, on the top lane on the left side and I'll just, I'm going to have some, you know, I'll have some kids and mm-hmm. I'll build a See what set. I can stand on. Yeah. But the game is good. The game is complicated and it becomes a game of tremendous tactical dealing and, and skill and so if you go to try to play this game and you're just like, oh, OK, so I'm a guy who can shoot fireballs and there are some monsters. I'm going to go shoot fireballs at those monsters. Everyone just says, what the fuck, faggot? Why are you shooting those fireballs at those monsters? Don't you know what you're supposed to do to win this fucking game, you fucking faggot? Wow, really? <clears throat> yeah. And then that's what the game is. Huh. And so people who why can... would you want to continue playing that exactly. game? Exactly. So people who can handle that sort of like people who somehow get into the game enough to be able to tolerate that invariably start doing that to other people huh. who come in. And so you just have to get new friends. I'm sorry, John, but they're dead. They're dead. They're stardust now. Wow. Okay. You're the game expert. I so. know. I'm, I don't know anything about this. I'm, I'm probably misconstruing this, but, it, but it is a thing that, it is an entire genre of game that I willfully refuse to know anything about because of the very little that I do know about it and how hostile it is to newcomers. Every, how not or even how hostile to... it is to everything that I care about that isn't video games, which is like people fucking being nice to each other and like you know, yeah, eating at restaurants. Yeah, eating at restaurants and being nice to each other. That's. These are really the important things. Sure. These are the, you know, that's, that's really all that matters at the end. I'm getting married soon, and when I have my bachelor party, I need some advice on how to act in a strip club because I have not been to one in a long time. P.S. Is it okay to tip with $1 coins? Yes, the answer Hawkins. is yes. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You, you insert them directly into the stripper's <laughs> coin slot. Um No, it is weird because... How do you think a stripper would react if you gave a $1 coin? I don't know. You know... For years, I would tip. I know. I would pay and tip with dollar coins. Yeah, and people and hated you. They didn't hate me. It's just that I was dollar. An, I was fucking dollar coin guy. Yeah, and I, I was like, you know, this is fucking currency. Like, you, it's legal tender. Go to Europe. Go to Europe, and you can buy a fucking <laughs> cup of coffee with a coin, and it's fine, like it should be. Uh huh. Right. Like. So was that your answer to everyone? No, it wasn't. You would put your coin, slap your coin down and say, go to Europe. (laughs) Yeah, I would. And they're like, I can't go to Europe because I need money to go to Europe. And this is some fake toy bullshit. Uh Uh-huh. This is some Dungeons and Dragons shit. I need a forklift to get enough of these to go to Europe. (laughs) I, so I personally believe that we should do away with every coin lower denomination than a quarter. Mm-hmm. And do it with one dollar bills, mm-hmm. because I like paying for things in gold coins. Right? Yeah. I I, I'm, I feel as you're though preaching we are the only, to the choir. No, I, know. I mean, like, I think we are the only civilized nation that has paper money in an amount of money as low as one dollar. Mm-hmm. And God damn it. Why? You know why it is? It is because the fucking drawers don't have an extra 
they don't have enough slots, right? If it, at every store, I'm, I'm and, actually, I'm no, totally, sure. And I'm big totally slot has a huge lobby that I'm totally keeps serious this from this. changing. No, I'm saying that every cash drawer, mm-hmm. right, relies on the fact that there are the same number of bills that you're likely to get throughout a day as there are coins. So every cash drawer is a one, a five, a 10, and a 20, and then penny, nickel, dime, quarter. There's right. usually another slot though for yeah, but that's checks for or checks, whatever, right? But and there's but not... who the fuck is paying in checks? I don't know. Really? Old ladies. Yeah, your check but, guy. But that's where you put the occasional fifty, right? Like we, you're supposed to put those under the drawer. Generally, stores can't even handle that. You mm-hmm. go there, I'm like what is this? A fifty? Yeah, this isn't real. <laughs> it's like going with the two dollar bill. Uh huh. You know, I mean that's yeah, that's the that's, other. Fun, yeah, <laughs> that is funny. Like, what? Where'd you get this? Oh, this is yeah. And it's like, haha! You just graduated from high school, so you don't mm. know the two dollar bills or a thing. It's Have a- you ever encountered that where where they don't believe that it's money? No, I've okay. I've known people who have had that happen to them or said <laughs> really? that they did. Yeah, <laughs> like what is this? Is this Bill Clinton on here? So when you get it, when you pay with a dollar coin somewhere, that's the fucking only one they've seen that day, and it has to go into its own thing. And there's no, you know, the don't they usually just keep it, put in two two of their own dollars? I doubt it. The two dollar bill, yeah, the two dollar yeah. bill maybe because it's a cool novelty. Oh, you mean the coin? I always say, yeah, I'm just talking about the coins. Hmm. It's I like those I because I can put that, them in the watch slot of my jeans. I don't think that that's where I keep all my money now because mm-hmm. I've stopped carrying a wallet. So I'm just an right. asshole who unfolds. You're no wallet guy. I just unfold a big wallet. No wallet, balance. only dollar coin guy. Yeah, no, I stopped using the dollar coins. I ran out of them. Hmm. Uh, no dollar coin guy. Yeah, I'm just like, I, I, I mean, I'm- No get, wallet, no right, coin. So now at the coffee shop, I'm gift card guy because I just buy, like, I just keep recharging like a $300 gift card uh-huh. so that I don't have to have a cash transaction Yeah, I don't think you're a guy for that. No, uh, you know, like they don't to, refer to you as gift no, card guy. They, they, no, when I go to the coffee shop, they refer to me as Zach. Mm-hmm. I got yelled at the other day for not knowing any of their names. Yeah, yeah, you told me. Yeah. Then I got quizzed again after the last time I talked about it, and I remembered one of them. And, and just... you should start taking all of their photographs and make yourself a little chart that you keep in your car. So. I think that With I would probably their know their names if I followed. If they were women, if I followed Dutch Bros on no, one of the women that was there, she was like, "What's my name?" And I said, "I've never learned your name." And and she said, "My name is Bree." And I remembered it after being told only once because mm-hmm. whatever. It's um, cheese. It is like cheese. I'm like, could I get some cheese in my coffee? I'm just kidding. That would be gross. Yeah, I, I want some deer fat instead. <laughs> some reindeer fat. Mm-hmm. Mm. That sounds like a I would really like to yeah, try I would that. Really like to try that too. It's probably like when you put whipped cream in your coffee. I have not been to a strip club in a long time and I so I didn't used to like love a strip club, but I liked strip You club went to them night. quite a bit. So I would say that I have been to a strip club 10 times in my life. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I Often said we should go to a strip club. So you but then mean we I've been go. with you to a strip club four or five of those times? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That makes me feel weird. Yeah. Yeah, because you thought of me as a sleazy strip club enthusiast. Yeah. And now that you realize that I'm almost at the same yeah, number, <laughs> your habit is almost as bad as mine. But it wasn't my habit. Yeah. You made me go mm-hmm. and made me drink whiskey. Yeah, that's probably true. I didn't. Yeah. 
<laughs> you just spit it into the stripper's <laughs> mouth. Yep. Yeah, it's a trick <laughs> for making it seem like you're drinking when you're not. Uh, d- yeah, don't, uh, don't, um, touch a stripper. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're allowed to in most it states. It depends where you, you are. You have to stay um, six feet away. Just do the things that the stripper wants you to do. And if she wants you to put the coin in her G-string, mm-hmm. do that. If she wants you to put it on um, the ground in front of her, mm-hmm. do that. If she wants you to leave, also do that. If she wants you to use it to buy a grape from a vending machine <laughs> and throw the grape into her open mouth, do that. Yeah. Um, wow. I wasn't at that strip club. Where was that? expensive grapes. Okay. Yeah, it's... it's uh, do you want grape service? It's a really, it's a real ripoff. But there's a three grape minimum when you go in there, so it's not a lot you can do. They watch you like a hawk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't bring in grapes from outside. How can I get back at the driver in front of me that always has to spray wiper fluid as he drives? His mist blinds me, and then I have to spray my windshield, and the chain reaction commences. Marie, I, I say you just, you just. Just live, live. Yeah, there. just you know, it's pay like, it forward. Yeah, it's like a party. Uh-huh. You know, it's like you, you, yeah. you. Normally, when you're driving behind somebody, you don't get to interact with them at all. But but, but now you do. Yeah, in this case, it's like ooh, it's like we kissed. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, I don't know. You take your top off and then throw your uh, hot coffee on your chest. You know, in a sexy way, it'd be like a party, like what you're saying, right? Huh. Huh. Yeah, that took a weird turn, Roy. I don't know if... No, that isn't the type of porn you watch. <laughs> Just be girls pouring coffee on their breasts. Hot coffee. Hot coffee. No, I... I okay. No. Yeah, I mean, there's not... It's like... No? Um, what happens after... <laughs> What happens after that? I don't know. It usually no. goes black. Oh, yeah. You just say that by that point, you've stopped paying attention. You've lost interest. <laughs> um... I mean, you could stop tailgating. <laughs> That's the other. Uh... Well, I think maybe you're next to the car, right? She says in front of her. In front of her. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, drive everywhere in reverse. <laughs> okay. So that way it hits your back windshield. And because you don't have, unless you have a real fancy car where you have one of those back sure. windshield wipers. Do you think that there and are. defroster. I mean, almost every car has a rear defroster. Mine doesn't. Really? Yeah, why would it? It's a truck. Because you have a pickup truck. Yeah, I guess. Or a just, man drive. Yeah, they just, well, because you, I mean, you just hold your, you lean back. You put your head against the window. Yeah, and warm it up that way. Melts a hole for you to look through. I also yeah. live in Phoenix. Well, right, but you're, I mean, it's not like you got the Phoenix edition of your truck, right? I mean, they manufacture cars for the whole world. Hmm. I don't know. Where's the proof? Okay, that's a good point. I. <laughs> Maybe you got the special Roy edition of your car. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's shitty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is like, this kind of works. No, my car my car works great. Yeah. I like it. You've... you've uh, it has a new engine. Yeah. You've spent a lot of money. I really have. But it's worked. It's worked out. Yeah. I mean, every time I've tried to convince you that it would be a bad idea to spend a bunch of money trying to keep that truck hobbling along... It has hobbled along for years longer than anyone expected it to. Sure. In every case. How do you approach somebody that you were intimidated by and what would you say? Just in a social manner, not hitting on anyone. Could just be a coach or another parent, etc. Alice. Hmm. Like, well, if it's another parent, you talk about their kid. 
Oh, another parent. I thought maybe she that I assume that all of our questions come from teenagers. Oh, okay. Uh, so like not I, not your parents, not another else's, parent, a parent that's not your parent. Then you're just uh, polite, and they they compliment you on what a nice young lady. Or so yeah. do you suppose? Like if Alice is Alice, as in Alice Cooper, I would say just do what I do, which is whenever you meet a new person, just wiggle your dick at them. Uh, thus establishing dominance. <laughs> that's what Alice Cooper always does? No, that's what I do. But I'm saying that when if you this pretend is, you're Alice Cooper. No, Roy, this doesn't have anything to do with Alice Cooper. This is, you this said is only it did. if the listener is male. Oh. If, if this is a male named Alice. Maybe it is Alice Cooper. Such as Alice Cooper. I have a feeling, though, that Alice Cooper is not intimidated by anyone. Mm-hmm. Or I, listens to this podcast. Oh, I'm sure he does. He's a he's a local celebrity. Yeah, he does support he local. Keeps track of other local celebrities mm-hmm. like us, like yeah. famed artist Roy Watson. Yeah, that's true. I can't even go grocery shopping anymore. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's... I have to hide my face by um, you know pretending I'm a juggler. Right. It's you've been kicked out of every grocery store for jacking off in the coffee aisle. Yeah, I love that aisle. Uh, In a recent development, I'm getting married in the fall. This is great, except that there is perhaps inevitably trouble with the guest list. My lady's non-immediate family all live halfway across the country, so most of them won't be attending. No one is sad about this. My own family, however, all live very nearby, and though they're not bad people, I really don't have anything in common with a solid 75% of them. The thought of hanging around and making awkward small talk with them at what I'm hoping will be a fun reception makes me sad. So what is the most tactful way to not invite huge swaths of my family to this thing? Is there one? Should I care? Inform me. Love. Nuptials soon in Nova Scotia. No, just invite them and just deal with it, right? I mean, you... Sure. I mean, or you, you could have an extremely small wedding, right? If it was just direct family or whatever. And then what you do is you have a big party reception where well, you can invite all of the same, them. That's going to be the same issue, right? Like, mm, well, you need okay. to be... Like, part of being a grown-ass man is being able to spend an hour or two in the company of people that you don't have anything in common with without having to like hide in a bunker. Well, uh, okay. Well, you were married once. How how did you have your wedding? Uh, Eloped to Vegas, Mm -hmm. inviting only our mothers. Okay. So you could do that. Well, that seems, it seems like a little too late because they're actually planning a wedding. They're, they're getting married like adults. I mean, so this this question, to me, the crazy hmm. obvious answer to this question is just drink the whole time and everything will be fine. Sure, that's true. Like, it, or have like, them drink. If I, when I'm hanging out with the 90% of my family that I have nothing in common with, even if I'm the only one drinking, it's fine. Well, uh, the, you'd be amazed how, how much you have in common with people after you're like nine beers in. Sure, it's true. Um, the the thing that you're missing is that all the thing you all have in common at your wedding is your wedding. Like all you're going to talk about is the fact that you are marrying a great person. You're very happy where you're going on your honeymoon. It's not going to be a big deal. They're all going to be excited about being there, and it's a great day. And they're so all be don't drunk. worry about it. There is no small talk. And the small talk is very easy. They can all talk to each other. Small talk is not very easy. That's the problem. I'm saying this particular type of small talk at your own wedding is easy. 
Yeah, because you can just say, like, you can talk about what sort of dryer you're going to use. Exactly. Like, mm -hmm. I'm going to use that kind. What type of hair products you like. Sure, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, water. What shoe size you are. Mm -hmm. Right? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, see, this is why small talk is hard for me. <laughs> because the, you don't know. All three of those things. What kind of dryer do you use? I, Maytag. I don't know. A Mexican woman does my laundry. That's entirely not true. <laughs> I see. Uh, what sort of and hair products do you And you don't know what brand use? she oh, is. Oh, I don't, I don't use any hair products. Oh, really? And then that starts a whole conversation. I don't yeah, so there you go. Then you're in a conversation. But about, that's no longer small talk. About the fact that that's you're no weird. That's no longer small talk. That's you being judged by people who aren't weirdos. <laughs> hey, guys. I do a lot of driving for work, and I've been to many, many gas station restrooms. I would like to add my own addition to each bathroom I visit, sort of like leaving my mark. I need your help coming up with a witty, ironic, offensive, catchy, and or funny phrase I can write in every bathroom stall I use. That way I will leave a stall wall legacy for those who come after. Ideas so far. 76% of all feces is bacteria. Mm, quit reading this and shit already. Mm. Spelling is fucking sweat. Yeah. When you flush, I will stab you in the face. Most clowns are doable. And then I'm not reading that last one. Yeah. Help me, Advice Hot Dog. You're my only hope. Ziggy Zagnut. Don't do not do any of those things. I don't know. Spelling is fucking sweat is kind of neat. <laughs> is it? It is sweat. Yeah. So in the bathroom at the bar that I drank at for those years when I drank at the same bar basically every day. Is this some kind of riddle? <laughs> There was there was a piece of graffiti that said, do midgets have shortcomings? But midgets was spelled M-I-G-I-T-S, which is not how you spell midgets. And mm -hmm. Cummings was spelled C-O-M-M-I-N-G-S. Mm -hmm. um, and then somebody else had scrawled in a ballpoint pen underneath it, do retards always write on bathroom walls? Wow. Which wasn't. That's like a robot telling you that it's a liar. It's just mean. Yeah. Oh, right. No, I hadn't even. Yeah. I had not. I had not considered oh, really? the self-referential nature of that. Yeah. Yeah. That was. Are you telling a robot that you're always a liar? Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. That's how you break the robot. It seems like it would have been in. Uh, it would have been in binary. And then the bar itself did something akin to like putting a thing on the right wall that said "look left" and then putting a thing on the left wall that said "look right." And then I think they realized that that had the opposite effect of that had the opposite effect of like putting a little sticker of a bee in the toilet, which is like people were waving their heads back and forth so fast that they just pissed all over the wall in the mirror. Huh. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I don't think that any of those things actually happened, but I used to like the idea of writing stuff on the walls of bathrooms. You know, there was a bathroom in the student union at ASU where the grout between the tiles was particularly wide and mm -hmm. a bunch of people or probably just like two people back and forth and every day. Added, there were just all these grout puns <laughs> written on the grout. Uh -huh. So it was just like, do, I'm do on you the know grout side looking in okay. or, you know, like grout of bounds or like, you know, it was mostly just like replacing out with grout. Sure. Twist and grout. Um, and that was pretty great. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Hmm. I enjoyed that. I would say um come up with a sticker. No, you get those yard sale stickers, right? The from the office supply store and that you are just like colored dots. Yeah, and you write ten dollars on every one 
and then where, whatever bathroom you go to, you stick that somewhere. You stick that to the toilet so that yeah, so that $10. everybody's like, oh, I want to buy your cheap toilet. Yeah, and uh, yeah, upsets uh, the owner. That's actually a pretty good. Okay, that's kind of funny. You just carry with you a pad of stickers that just say like, "This toilet is broken." <laughs> out of <laughs> order. Just out of order. <laughs> yeah. That is pretty great because then uh, you could close, put it on the bathroom stall door, like between the edge and the door itself. So it can be a small sticker and it just says out of order and people would just totally believe it. Yeah. So everyone would just have to shit in the sink (laughs) in every bathroom that you've been in. And that is your mark, not the sticker. It's the shit in the sink. Yeah, man. Wow. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I like this plan. Uh, Let us know where that happens. After 10 years of working in fast food management, I recently got a new job doing research at the university I'm attending. There are a lot of things that I like about this job. It's intellectually satisfying, I get to make my own hours, it pays well, and I get to work from wherever I want. I'm having some problems, though. Any advice on working from home, staying focused while doing research on the internet, or how to get stuff done with no one really telling you what to do? Stumps McGee. Nope. I have no advice at all. I found it helpful to actually make a place that I had to go in order to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that, that isn't true. I mean, I do have advice. You just, you have to just do it. You have to stop fucking around instead of working and start working instead of fucking around. And because if you, if you manage to work without fucking around from like nine until four, say, then you can just be like, all right, I'm done working. And then you can go beat off or watch a movie or something. But if you, at four, if you, spend half of the time from nine to four working and half of the time beating off and watching movies, then you're just always at work, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't because count. you always feel like you haven't, you haven't put done in a whole day's work and you end up spending all of your time in this like angst haze about not doing enough work. Mm-hmm. So you need to delineate it somehow, or you're just going to be unhappy. The thing is you don't get less done, right? You get about the same amount of work done it's just that you don't. That's feel, how you feel about it. Yeah, you don't feel guilty. Uh, maybe you should use the Mister Rogers uh, type of method, where you get to the place, you change your shoes, you put on a different sweater, you work, and then when you're done with the amount of hours you're going to put in, you take off those shoes and that sweater. And it's a physical act that changes the place that yeah place of working. Yeah. You know, because like when you, when I used to have to go to a job where I put on a uniform, that changes the way you feel about your workday because you are getting ready for work. When you just get up and you start working in your pajamas. What job was this? Um, you know, I had to use a uniform at Trader Joe's. Like even, I mean, it's a t-shirt, but it still makes it a uniform. Mm. And I had an apron. I don't think that counts. Well, you couldn't just show up and I mean, whatever. Your apron just said, fuck you, I'm Irish. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, man, I got a lot of play those days. <laughs> um, I also worked at uh, B. Dalton. I mean, it was a shirt and tie. It wasn't exactly a uniform. I did have a name tag, though. Mm-hmm. And then at the other place, I had an apron. So you'd put on an apron. Okay. So maybe maybe this guy should wear an apron to do his research. Sure, whatever. It it sucks when wear underwear over your pants when you're at work. When you're at work, because then that <laughs> way a, you're gonna cape. stay working, 
you're not going to go outside and fucking like mow the lawn, right? Yeah, but I don't think that's what this guy's problem is. Oh. I think this guy's problem is he's is he's watching he's watching too many too many online YouTube sex videos. Well, you can't do anything if your underwear is over your pants because you feel ridiculous. Huh. It, it's like a cold shower. Really, just all the time. Yeah, it's like constantly taking. Have a you cold have shower. you tried putting underwear over your pants? No, I you feel I, stupid. It, well, it's I like imagine. being on a Segway. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, yeah, I, I mean, it I, is fun though. I haven't done either of those things specifically because I don't seek out experiences that make me feel stupid. Oh, I, I, do I really, it all I the don't time. need to, right? I mean, that, mm-hmm. you, you are a guy who does not just constantly embarrass yourself, and I'm not. So I, I, I get plenty of feeling stupid out of the way without mm. d- dressing would, in a silly I costume. I disagree. I feel like I do embarrass myself all the time. Mm, do you? All over the place. Mm. What's the last embarrassing thing that you did? Mm, I rode a Segway yesterday. Oh, okay, okay. All around Tempe. <sighs> Hi, Zach, comma, Roy. I would like some advice about my job. I work night shift at a nursing home. It's not a bad job, and I usually have between four and six hours a night to read books or play Kingdom of Loathing. However, my boss is awful. The biggest problem has come now that I've been here for a year. When we had an opening for two nights a week, the nights I don't work, the person she hired wanted more hours than that, so she took 20 hours a week away from me. Now I have fewer hours than the person who's been here for three weeks. I'd like to tell my boss something along the lines of, I don't like you, you're a terrible boss, go fuck yourself with a bike. That seems like it might have some negative side effects down the line, though. So should I quit my job and live off savings until I have another, look for another job and quit when I find one, or shut up and be happy to have any job during Depression 2, the electric boogaloo, Caleb? I do not think Mm. that it is... I don't think that we are currently in a period that could meaningfully be characterized as the depression too. Like, if you're the kind of person that has a job, you will be able to get another job if you quit your job. You think so? Yeah. Hmm. Yes, I do. You don't think that they should try finding something before before then? You can try it. It doesn't work in my experience. Mm-hmm. Have you ever found another job while you had a job? Yeah, I did. I guess I did... During times when the jobs just sort of fell into my lap. Mm, there was one time that I sought to, or I sought another job while I had one, and then I quit. But I always gave my two weeks notice. I wasn't a dick about it. Yeah, but they never did things like cutting your hours in half. No, but after a year, they gave me a quarter raise, and I thought that was pretty insulting. Mm-hmm. It's not the same thing. Um, I would... Maybe talk to my boss about why your hours have been cut and that you need more hours. Yeah. You know, because you have been there for a year. I mean, the thing is, if quitting and living off of savings is an option, you have nothing to fear. Mm -hmm. Right? So go, don't. Don't go say you're a terrible boss. Go fuck yourself with a bike because that's a that's a weird thing to say anyway. Yeah, it is weird. That's like there there. The thing is that, like, like what, like even, the wheels yeah, or the even, handle? He won't even or... be mad. He'll just uh-huh. be. He'll just sort of laugh. I at think you it's a she, say that. right? Oh, the she, boss yeah. is a she. Hmm. No, I don't know. I mean, that makes it easier. I guess so. It's still weird. It is. Yeah, it is. That is a weird thing to say. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to be combative about it. You can just say, like, look, I, this isn't acceptable. Like, I need those hours back. Like, I'm not making enough money to live because you cut my hours, and I would like you to give me more hours Mm -hmm. and if they say no then you can quit if you want right and it and that at at that point it's on them 
right? You don't need to feel like, like you just had something that was taken away from you. Sure. Right. And, you know, maybe the reason this new person got the hours instead of you is because they asked for them. Right. So maybe if you ask for them back, you'll get them because it's like you'd be surprised at how a little bit of assertiveness will will get you. yield results. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because you do have the option of living off of savings, if you were to lose this job, you seriously have nothing to lose. Like. You have a job that is you have a job that is OK and where your boss doesn't respect you. That is nothing. That is nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. You'll be fine. You you got to make the world that you want to live in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, Zach and Roy, I am a straight male crossdresser. I've started dating a nice woman lately. I enjoy your company and things are going all right, though we've only been on a few dates. At what point and how should I tell her that I am a crossdresser? If I say so in the first few dates, I really doubt I'm going to get any more. But if I wait too long, even if she doesn't have a problem with crossdressing generally, she may be offended that I didn't tell her. Crossdressing in Columbus? Not actually in Columbus. I'm guessing that this is a fine balance of too long or too little, not long enough. I mean, you definitely want, like, I, I mean, my, my question to you is whether you've encountered this before and what you did in the past. But if you're asking us, it could be that you haven't encountered this before and need to know what to do. Like, if your wife revealed to you some embarrassing, potentially embarrassing, like sexual proclivity, proclivity, I don't know mm, anything about that. I might think is embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. Well, or that that you can understand why somebody wouldn't just tell you about it. Sure. Right? Would you? You wouldn't like be like, oh my god, I can't believe you kept this from me for so long. Right? I mean. Because well, well, see, um, in my situation, I guess I might be upset thinking that she wouldn't trust me enough to tell me sooner, right? So there's that. Would you though? Well, I, 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 would, I think I wouldn't. I mean, I like. I might feel hurt, you know, or maybe I was into it, and then we've lost all this time that we could have been doing this together, doing whatever weird thing. Yeah. Um. You know, so there can be too long a time, I think, in certain situations. It really depends on the person. Obviously, if you're dating someone that you think is going to be okay with you being a cross-dresser, it's probably going to be okay. I mean, you could also just continue to hide it, right? I mean, like... But but why? I guess, it, I mean, if it's a serious thing, you would want that person to know. Well, I mean, because it's weird. I guess. I, I mean, that's the thing. I don't know what the motivation for doing it is, right? I don't know mm-hmm. if I don't know if the taboo of it is part of its appeal. I don't, and I can't. I can't mm-hmm. say. If right? you're asking for advice, I would say n- no, not necessarily, especially with the person that you're interested in. Yeah, but if right? you're like anonymously asking for advice on the internet, like the internet doesn't count. Sure. Sure. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. I, okay. I mean. I mean I, the thing though. is, I don't know. I don't That's know what to compare it to, right? Because are you, are you a crossdresser like Eddie Azard, which is like, which is only when you're doing stand up? Well, but I don't think it's only when he's doing stand. I, I, I don't think that was like part of a gimmick for him. Like I think it was just a thing that he enjoyed doing, but that he eventually stopped because he was just crossdresser guy. 
Right. And that overtook everything else. Mm-hmm. Right. And I mean, that's. That became his identity. Right. And, and so that, and so that's the thing. Like it's, it, it is kind of important to understand like what the motivation is for this. Like, so let's just say that there's just some weird thing you do when you jack off. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you have to tell your wife about that? Like, I would argue that maybe you don't. Sure, but that's saying that cross-dressing is like jacking off, but which it, I don't know if it necessarily and I, and is. is what I'm, but my point is, I don't either. So right. I don't know. I don't know. Like what? Like if it is a thing that is not furtive, right? If it's a thing that you're not trying to conceal, why doesn't she already know about it? Like, why weren't you wearing a dress when you met her? Mm-hmm. Right. If it's a thing that you only do on weekends when there's nobody watching, then. You could cont- just only do it when she's out of town. Mm-hmm. You know, th- I mean, that's. It it depends on what the motivation is for doing it. And it it's also very, depends and, on and how the like relationship you hear, is. You hear a guy is a crossdresser. You think, oh, it's just like some weird thing that he does when he jacks off. Like, that's what I think. Because oh. why else would you? Why else would it be a thing? I guess that I you, don't necessarily that you think that either. Huh. Maybe because people don't know what the motivation is. If it's really important to you that she know, then you have to tell her. I don't know how you would necessarily tell her, you know, maybe uh, over dinner or while you're watching a movie in the theater. There's a lot of girls out there that are fucking crazy and would be totally okay with you doing some crazy shit. Right. And, And so there's a there's the question of like, do you want to date? somebody who is stable and would be weirded out by you having something weird mm-hmm. or do you want to date somebody who would be really accepting of your weird thing and also constantly invite other dudes into your bedroom sure but it may not be that extreme either i mean it, sure. you could also find someone who would be accepting of it and also be stable and who like the important thing is that you find somebody that is the same size as you <laughs> sure I just got my haircut, but I don't have Zach here to let me know if I look like a butthole or not. How can I tell if my haircut makes me look like a butthole? Sincerely, hair's cut in Hayward. Uh-huh. How? how? Well, if you I, are a It's person, just safe to assume that Zach just thinks that you look like a butthole. No, here's what I'm saying. If you have a haircut that looks good and you have it for 10 years and then you suddenly get like some fucking butthole crew cut, then you look like a butthole. <laughs> I never got a crew cut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have a pretty short haircut now. That's not really short. Yep, it is compared to what you had before. Well, sure, but I mean... Wizard. Wizard? Yeah, you used to look like a wizard. Used to now look you like look a like a paladin. Oh, I thought I looked more like a wizard now. No. Oh. Well, now shit. you're a brute. <laughs> a brute? <laughs> that uses a sword. <laughs> like a barbarian. No, barbarians have long hair. Yeah, I didn't say you so look like, like a I barbarian. Like, like now I'm an illusionist. Mm-hmm. Or a druid. Look like a mercenary. Okay. Yeah, that can take that. Hmm. Yeah. You know, your hair's fine. <laughs> hair's cut in Hayward. <laughs> it's going to be fine. Great advice. If you have one friend who says you look like a butthole, just ignore him. Mm-hmm. All right, man. That was all the questions. That we got, and uh, I think we did a pretty good job of helping people. All right. Uh, if somebody wanted to get a hold of us, Roy, how would they do it? 
you go to the website, which is advicehotdog.com. There you can see links to uh, the other ways to get a hold of us. Also, all of the shows are available for listening without iTunes. If you prefer iTunes, you can go there. You can send us a Gmail, advicehotdog at gmail.com, Twitter at advicehotdog, facebook.com slash advicehotdog. You can also give us a telephone call at 769-218-9225 or send us a postcard at Advice Hot Dog, P.O. Box 41774, Mesa, Arizona, 85274. And Zach, before we continue, I realize right now that we received such an item. Oh, yeah. Dear Zach and Roy, I know this may be an old question, but I don't know anyone else to ask. An odd question, but I don't know anyone else to ask. I'm trying to remember a word that means roughly the aspect of problem solving where the particularities of the problem are used as an instrument to finding the solution. I'm used to like, I used to like that word and I'm sad to have lost it. Thank you for a very entertaining podcast. You have a very creative and artful way of thinking or turning things around and seeing them from different perspectives. Yours sincerely, Magnus. The word you are looking for is lab rat. One word. Okay. Mm -hmm. Is that like when you get a piercing on the bottom of your lip? Mm Mm-hmm. In that little divot? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yeah, getting your lab rat Also, continued congratulations, Magnus. For having an awesome name? having so much better of a name than Terrence. Uh Uh-huh. Also, Wow. The postmark, Leave Terrence alone. The postmark on this uh, Swedish stamp uh, makes it look like whatever woman who I'm assuming is some political dignitary queen is maybe? dressed as like is, is is like the Joker. Did you did you look at this? Yeah, it's kind of it is kind of an amazing wow combination of postmark and stamp. We'll we'll take a photo of this yeah. and put it on the yeah, Facebook. Well, it's pretty good. Yeah. That is pretty good. Thank you. Thank you for that. I don't actually know. Do so you know a word when I first re- when I first read that postcard, I thought maybe it was a joke that I didn't get. Like, oh, it gets lost in translation. No, that it was like that. Like if you say wrote us a postcard where you were like trying to think of a word, but you couldn't think of a word, but the word that you were trying to think of was hot dog. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> for instance. Sure. Um, I mean. I would consider the act that, that would not apply. So, so the word that sprung to mind when you gave that definition was just like d- deduction, right? Because that's sort of like logical reasoning based on the facts at hand, right? Um, yeah. Were the participants of the problem? No, were the particulars of the problem? Particulars. Oh well, that's yeah. I'm I'm sorry. I I thought it was the participants. I was trying to think of you know like what, mm. oh, oh, what guys trying to figure like, out a problem. It, it, fresh. In my mind, it was more like a Far Side cartoon than <laughs> that I was <laughs> okay. thinking of. Okay. I see. Yeah. Sure. So there's maybe a guy in the chalkboard. So what you're saying is guinea a, pig is the cow. is the answer. Yeah, guinea pig. All right. Well. Uh, in the ads, plugs, and thanks section, uh, this episode is brought to you by Word Realms, a game where words can hurt. You can find it at wordrealms.com now. Word Realms, the treasure of the princely ghost. Word Realms. If you like the podcast, please tell your friends and uh, send us your questions. And tell your friends to send us their questions. Yeah, we need questions. Give us a call. And, uh, and you know, maybe... 
harm your enemies, but harm them in a way that lets them know that they can come to us for 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 balm. <laughs> Ointment. Sav. I've been Zach. No, Fuck. No, you no, haven't, haven't been. Roy, are you ready for the stinger? I'm ready for the stinger. Blaine writes, spider helmet or octopus jock strap? Mm. <clears throat> My my first impression would be to go with the helmet so that people can see your uh, spider pride. But I I like the idea of the octopus jockstrap as being this uh, delightful surprise. But an octopus jockstrap would have too many. Hold, what what are you gonna do with that? Like a spider helmet would be too small for you to wear on anything except your dick, and then no one can see it. Wait, you're saying a helmet that goes on a spider? Yeah. Not a helmet which is a giant spider on your head. Oh, or no. a helmet which is made up of thousands of spiders. Hmm, okay. Like See, living. one octopus could successfully be a jockstrap. Maybe. And and I say you, you strap that thing on and enjoy the ride. Octopuses are... Uh... Sucky. <clears throat> I don't know that they are. I think maybe well, they have those things. Yeah, right? but I think maybe that's like a grinding, Le- like for holding your bath mat down. I think that's like a like a maw of grinding barbed teeth. No, I'm pretty sure that octopuses, like, so if you give an octopus a cucumber, I'm almost certain that what happens <laughs> is that a children's book is that the cucumber goes inside the octopus in a way that you might initially think like ooh, but uh-huh. then. The octopus's whirling like maw pencil of razor sharp teeth, yeah, just just uh, just make short work of it. They they pickle it, but fast. Oh, and if you use that as a strap, that's where the cucumber would be, right? That was the implication, yeah, yeah. But spiders, I mean, bite your face. bite your face, <laughs> yeah. Roy, I don't like this stinger. <laughs> I've been Zach. And I've been Roy. And this has been Advice Hot Dog.